1: what's going on welcome to another episode of left turns and loud noises episode 34 today is monday september 16th 2019 and we are officially the number one podcast for predicting the playoffs right now looks like three out of the four of us are pretty much safe right now with that truex pick i'm joined as always by my co-host kevin costello what's good
0: good evening everyone (laughs) <laughs> uh there's no
1: alex tonight i'm uh sorry to say that alex is currently out and about in tasmania actually tonight so he's um he's he's out there he's really really out there so we'll just go that's ahead that's pretty and, far out there i mean that's almost 16 hours out there that's yeah. as, as some would say very very out there so speaking about out there a lot of our picks were kind of all over the place if you listen to last week's episode you uh got to hear all uh, four rounds from the uh, cup competitors, including a little bit of X-Fanity picks, and for the what it looks like, obviously no one had Martin Truex Jr. being eliminated in the round of 16. So let's all give ourselves a round of applause. We we're we're pretty good at what we do here. We're, we're pretty proud good. of us. So we had a pretty interesting weekend at um at Las Vegas. You know, we had some gambling going on. hee t- hee he he he. Um, we had. Uh, some Friday the Thirteenth nonsense going on in the truck series, Kevin. I'll let you go into that a little later, and uh, we have the field set. Um, but first things first, I just want to say, um, I love you, Brandon Jones. I love you. Yeah.
0: I just want to say that.
1: So I'm just chilling. I think it was Saturday morning or Friday morning. I, I think it was Friday morning. Um, I just get a little uh, chat, little notification in the group chat for the podcast, and. Here comes Alex sending me a video of Brandon Jones, like the Brandon Jones, giving the podcast a shout out. And it was really nice of him to go out of his way to do that. Like that was really, really cool of him. You know, just made my entire week. I honestly have that as my ringtone right now for Alex. Text me. <laughs> so shouts out Brandon Jones, friend of the podcast, officially friend of the podcast. So I think yeah, maybe- that was really
0: awesome way to start the weekend and it. ended up paying off for him because he had a great run in the series race. I think that if Brandon Jones continues
1: to be supporting of us and we're supporting of him, it's a great relationship. That top three, man. And he had a good save also during that race. We can get into that a little bit later, but let's first talk about uh, the cup guys. So very interesting weekend. Martin Truex Jr. Comes away with his win overcomes adversity and now has the most wins on the season. Um, That's, that's obviously like, you know huge going in
0: he locks himself in the round 12
1: no one really thought that he was in danger though so no i mean no. he
0: I, I i we all came in saying the top six were pretty much set on points for round yeah. one but uh, this is just
1: insurance money to get to homestead right now and i like that about TrueX. he's like i was thinking to myself okay true because i have him not making the final four if he doesn't really get going i don't know if he's going to keep that momentum Richmond's another track he could easily dominate. And I actually think I picked him winning that yeah, I did pick him winning that race, so
0: looking good, looking good. I will say that that like with him being the most winning driver this season kinda feels a little weird. Not that he's been flying under the radar by any means. It's just we've had so much parody lately that like Mm -hmm. I kinda forgot who was had the most wins and like five wins through twenty seven races sounds like a lot. Mm Like a decent amount on paper, but like he hasn't won in this was his first win on NBC oh my God. Uh, Family yeah. Network. So, like, he not won since Sonoma back in June. So, it's, it's been a while.
1: <laughs> I think that there was um, Rick Allen was saying that Gibbs has about over 50% of the wins this season. 4 p.m.
0: 17. It's crazy. That is just
1: ridiculous when you look at that number. And yeah. I, they're not done yet. Although, Kyle Bush might be. I don't know. Um, so that's one of the big headlines coming out of it. I, I, what would you agree is the bigger headline that Jones is in last right now out of the playoff guys or Kyle Bush just being Kyle Bush?
0: I think Kyle Bush is a bigger headline just because that yeah, was, yeah, just because he's so Kyle fun Bush. to watch. And... Yeah. so
1: let's talk the Kyle Bush meltdown. So I'm, I, I've already kind of made my point as to where I am on Twitter, and I'll just reiterate it I'm team Smithley here. I get it, like Garrett got in the way there and messed up kyle but kyle is also pretty much safe this round so he just to me it's another kyle bush hissy fit where he's just gonna be all bark and not do anything and that's just you know after a while that becomes repetitive that, that's yeah just, i mean you know, i know it's entertainment <laughs> clearly entertaining that interview was hilarious i'm just here so i don't get fined like classic classic marshawn lynch
0: i agreed that he was done not the way that he wanted to be done being like that. like when you're running up on a guy with that closing rate of speed it sucks but like at the same time Garrett's doing literally all he can do in that car so Mm -hmm. I think I mean I've always thought that NASCAR is really lax on the whole minimum speed policy I think they need to start enforcing that more like don't don't
1: don't tell Rick we're racing that no let
0: him start the race and all that (laughs) stuff but like if (laughs) you can't maintain minimum speed then you just honestly don't deserve to be out there because you're a nuisance and usually we don't see anyone take damage from it just because these guys usually know where to go and know where to run mm-hmm. every once in a while you run into these situations and it sucks for whoever's involved yeah it might be funny because kyle brush or whatnot whatever people say but like imagine if that if that was larson man i'd be <laughs> <laughs> but like, no
1: more team Smithly for you
0: no nah, i mean garrett didn't do anything wrong just circumstantial like it could have been like reverse those roles give garrett the 18 give kyle the 52 same thing will probably happen just because of the equipment they're in
1: exactly no i don't think kyle bush is winning any race in that 52 car so garrett's doing the best that he can in that situation and honestly it's just tough we've seen it before truex has obviously been kind of the louder voice about lap cars in the field creating a nuisance And it's always like i don't want to see them enforce minimum speed more in in this in in cup series you know i would you know that that kind of goes more towards they should probably have like more equal cars in the first place or whatever the cap limit Mm -hmm. you start doing that in all the series there's going to be only like 10 cars that finish an expanded race it feels like like i don't really know about doing um enforcing minimum speed more that's that's me if they're getting in the way clearly getting in the way like uh situation I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head it was like 2003 bristol bush race he spun like six times and got in the way so many times i mean i've never heard mike joy get so mad at a driver on tv but it <laughs> happened and it was hilarious um i don't know i mean i i kyle bush finishing 19th obviously detrimental to his night but not not to the playoffs i think it was really funny though like someone brings up richmond can't pass there just straight up doesn't even let him finish sense can't pass there so Kyle's already written off Bristol. Or I Richmond, think, sorry. I think
0: he would just piss us off. You can you Obviously can make, you can make yeah. passes at Richmond. It's yeah. a short track. And He's even with this arrow package. Especially if you bump a guy. it. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure
1: there's gonna be a lot of that going on.
0: If you don't you can't make a pass, maybe if you don't, you know, run up on a guy and give him a little something. If you just content to ride behind him, yeah, you're not gonna pass him. So mm-hmm. it, yeah,
1: it's a short track.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not hey, Iowa. It's just, it it all depends on how good you are there which i think is works i think kyle bush he'll, he'll already forget about this by the time there they there's no carl up to,
1: edwards there to bump him out of the way on the last lap he's fine
0: yeah to yeah. t- whatever i was saying but he'll <laughs> he'll rebound yeah it's kyle
1: bush i'm not i'm not worried about him missing the round of 12 here like that's no. definitely not you know definitely you know obviously not out of the realm of possibility of kyle bush just yeets it in the fence and finishes thirty fourth twice i mean that's not looking good going into the roval but um
0: he's still got a thirty-six point cushion, so yeah, he's sitting he's sitting pretty right yeah. now. So
1: as for the rest of the guys in the chase, so Kurt Busch ends up finishing dead last, but because of the win, it's given him a little bit of a cushion. Still out of that top um twelve going into that. You got him, Newman, Clint Boyer, and Eric Jones. Now, Eric Jones got in trouble middle middle of that race, and I know that for you and Nolan especially, that was very upsetting.
0: Yeah, because he, he was Really running game. next to Truex, and then yeah, when he had his issue, it you can't recover I, from that if you're stuck in second gear,
1: yeah. Okay, so that's what I did not have. Um, my volume on, I was having a wonderful dinner, and I was sitting there at a very like nice, like, family gathering with the iPad and the, and the NASCAR race. I felt really out of place, but you yeah. give me six Capirinias, that'll that's what's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I didn't really hear what happened to Harry Jones, I just saw him fall off, and I'm like, oh, that's that's terrible. So yeah, he was just I, stuck in second gear.
0: That's two years in a row for him where he's had a pretty good run that's, going and then just circumstances out of his control. That's so shitty. Not finish great. I know, but that's it's part of it. Like Especially, I feel less bad about it this year as I did last year. Because last year, he just got involved in a wreck where he could not do anything. This mm-hmm. year, that's a team mechanical thing. And if you're not bringing your best stuff, especially to the playoffs, then you don't deserve to make it. Yeah.
1: Do you, okay, so I heard a lot of people saying must win for Eric Jones. I don't believe that. Do you, you, I was talking before this. Do you believe this is a most, uh must win situation?
0: I don't think with two races yet, it's a must win just because so much can happen at Richmond. And Mm -hmm. he has a good run. People like Almirola, Bowman, Blaney don't have good runs, which all the way, by the way, those three do not run good at Richmond typically. No, they do not. So if he runs good there, they don't. We could easily see this point uh that all tighten up going into the roval. And the roval, you can make up points and you can lose points in <sighs> a snap. So it's I think exactly. if, I think if you're within twenty at the roval, you can point your way in, but you need like really good strategy and a really good car and all that stuff. To get stage one You form. just yeah, you gotta be yeah, exactly. Stage points out, are gonna
1: be so important yeah. these next two races.
0: Outside of that, I don't think you can. I think it's a must win. I don't and, think anyone's here's a th- must win right now just yeah. because it's still pretty close at the bottom and a lot of stuff can happen. But if it's, these are the same points. Like, let's say Richmond just gets canceled. <laughs> if oh, go into geez, Roval. Don't,
1: don't do that to me
0: robles robles the cut race now with no richmond in the middle i think it's a must win for boyer <laughs> jones
1: thank god we have richmond in the middle and another thing to um your point about stage points is richmond if i recall correctly that is a track that's heavy on the tires that one really really bleeds them i feel like correct
0: uh it yeah, used I'm, to it definitely no, I'm pretty used sure to. It still does yeah
1: so that's another thing with playing strategy is: Do you want to really play that strategy for that stage uh, finish, knowing that you might drop like a rock if you with um, without fresh tires? Like that's it's there's gonna be a lot that comes into play at Richmond, and it's why I really am happy that this track is in the chase and or in the in the playoffs. Jeez Louise, look at me just thinking about my chase facts here. Um, Just, I'm really happy to have Richmond here, right in between Vegas and the Roval, and obviously, you know, we're we're less than two weeks from mayhem, and I can't wait. Just can't wait for the Roval.
0: Yeah, if if Austin comes out with ten to go in stage one at Richmond, and that's going to be mayhem. Newman, Bush, Boyer, Jones are on the lead lap. They're staying out. I don't care. One of them is gonna get take unless everyone Absolutely. else in front of them stays out, then they'll come in. But besides that, you're gonna to try to you'll, you'll risk it's anything the, yeah. for stage points because once it's the you, classic, okay. once you get them, you can't give them up. Yeah,
1: it's the classic. Do the opposite of what the leader is doing, basically. Yeah. It, it hey, if you do whatever you gotta do, this is the playoffs now. You know, just. Man, if Newman really pulls this off and gets out of the top, uh, gets out of the round of 16, that would be remarkable.
0: He had another blue-collar top 10? He's just getting it
1: done. Yeah, that was another thing. So re- looking through the field, um, obviously Newman's top 10 stands out to, to me. I mean, I just want to give a shout-out to Austin Dillon and Jimmy Johnson, the two highest non-playoff uh, cars. Um, just a good day for those guys. They needed – obviously Jimmy Johnson's team has been very discouraged. This is his first top 15, I feel like since new hampshire it's yeah. been a long time it's been yeah, a long long, been long time little looking little. Right now um shout out paul menard and ty Dillon, 16th place but i want to give a shout out he didn't have the best of days best of finishes but um i saw you out there matt benedetto i saw what you did at the end of stage to joey logano i thought that was funny i, that I, I thought that was pretty funny that was pretty funny uh basically for anyone who didn't get to see it uh, matt benedetto was about to go a lap down he was um by the way car looking great just give that shout out um him and, so Truex and, and Logano were having a good battle for the lead, and basically DiBenedetto kind of being a Toyota uh, team member kind of really helped out Truex Jr. get the win He in the stage, um, which obviously benefited him going forward. Uh, and then at the end of the stage, coming to the checker flag, Truex backed it down and gave uh, DiBenedetto his lap back, which was really, really classy. You don't see that type of racing anymore. I feel like, especially between guys who are not teammates. So that was really cool. So I'm just looking right now at Jimmy's stats. Yes, this is his first top 15 since Pocono. His first, his best finish since he finished third at Daytona. He hasn't had anything even close to this. Man, That's just, that's tough, man. God bless him. He at least, you know, I mean, I I think I heard like five people say that Jimmy's going to get a sneak win in these playoffs and i don't know if that's heartbreaking or remarkable but either way man he he at least he at least didn't give up so god bless him um yeah good
0: for him for not giving up too because he said yeah. you know i'm not seven time
1: champion i'd be pissed if he gave up oh yeah there's a reason that he uh the reason that he was always there for so long um real quick shout out martin Truex jr so the last four years um he's won the first race three times so god. Yeah, uh, so, so he he must really like these opening state these opening stages.
0: Yeah, and I, really I heard a, I heard a stat yesterday during the race that it was kind of funny to me. It's every race at Las Vegas since stages came into the sport in 2017. So five races now, the winner of stage two has went on to win the race.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's what Matt Bernaldo knew coming out of the out of stage. Uh, coming to the end of stage two, he's like, all right. Joey Logano's in the lead. Can't let this happen. He's not a Toyota guy. I know if Truex wins this, he wins this race. So I have to help this man out. I got to do it. I got to put the team on my back. Shouts out, Marshawn Lynch. And he did it. So, yeah. you know, that was no, like I pretty mean, awesome.
0: I don't know. That's definitely just a free coincidence. It's not a correlation no, or anything. I mean, obviously, running up front in the middle of the race is going to help you run out, run up yeah. front at the end of the race. I don't know. It like, usually doesn't. Imagine all the things that can go wrong to a winner of stage two and it's not went wrong at all at vegas so fun uh, that i'll look forward to seeing how that plays out next year too
1: yeah also those restarts at vegas are the most ridiculous like i just hold my breath i feel oh, like they're great laps. it's so ridiculous it's and we actually fun. had our first caution from a non-race or yeah from a racing incident at las vegas um since yeah since this new package it just took about five stages to do it and william byron having an incredible save um you know people were talking about um gregson having the save of the weekend i think byron had the save of the weekend there that was
0: pretty impressive yeah i didn't get a chance to see gregson save but i gregson gonna...
1: he he kissed the wall very very slightly kissed the wall so just uh, so some some people not naming names were are saying that's not a save at all but i'm not uh I 'm not a russian judge i 'm not going to be very critical on what a save, what a save is and what a save isn't if we're going to be technical jimmy johnson when he when he just <coughs> didn't hit anything at Dover, he did kiss the wall at the end, so technically not a save he got damaged i, I mean I, I don't know um
0: all right so, so yeah. going through the rest of the results for the cup race we have uh, Ford's looking strong with three of the top five with Harvick, Kozlowski mm-hmm. and Blaney, who, by the way, Kozlowski was nowhere in the first two stages. He was running yeah, like he had engine years.
1: issues. It looked like they had the hood up in one.
0: Yeah. And he finished his third and then Blaney was solid, <laughs> solid run for Blaney. He, that team mm-hmm. needed that. Um, yep. and then Chase Elliott was honestly looking like the best car towards the end of that race. I thought I he, thought he had right. so much
1: speed. Like I, if he had a better restart, uh, he's probably in contention for that battle between, um, Harvick and Truex Jr., which, by the way, Truex and, and Harvick—I was hoping that would last a little bit longer. But I mean, Truex was class of the field on that final run. Can't really take anything away from him. He got—he ran away with it at the end.
0: Yeah, and uh, Hendrick showing speed once again. Mm-hmm. We got Chase Elliott, uh, Bowman, P4, Byron. Bowman P6, Byron P7, Jimmy Johnson almost had a top yeah. ten, got beat out by Newman at the line. But yeah, I mean, yeah chevy
1: Newman sneaking chevy's
0: in. trending up i guess a little bit because larson had a he finished yeah it, it doesn't really tell the true story because larson was a top three car mm. and his pit crew just completely screwed up
1: classic classic cgr pit crew i mean oh, after yeah. a while after a while what what, what do they do Like, they have to do something different right? because yeah it's, it's become a common occurrence where kyle larson is losing races because of his pit crew and it's just Super unfortunate right now. And that car, by the way, looked very nice too. That that clover scheme looks great. Oh, it's lights.
0: it's my favorite paint scheme. It it, it honestly, yeah, I know I, say the, I know that's I know definitely me. biased, but like yeah. it's just such a good paint scheme. It is really good, really clean. <laughs> um, but the yeah,
1: Larson can't have uh, that happen in the later rounds.
0: No, but the uh, I, I feel like the biggest disappointment of the day. Not even uh jones with his issue or kurt bush with his accident has to be clint boyer you start yeah. on the pole, yeah only lead one lap of the entire race don't get a single stage point and finish 25th i mean
1: uh, it's not looking on, good man. for clint boyer right now it's really not looking like good.
0: he's lucky he's he's good at richmond and he finished i want to say top five at the robo last year but like I feel like he, he did that? not finish
1: top five at the Roval. I think didn't he get eliminated at the
0: Roval? No, he made the round of base
1: <laughs> Whatever. I sw- and who am I thinking? Oh no 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 Dalmer- that uh, messed up. At the oh yeah yeah here. yeah. Like he didn't get eliminated at the Roval, but he definitely had issues there. And I remember seeing one of the Stuart Haas cars getting in trouble. So I apologize
0: to Clint Boyer and his entire family.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but
0: I mean he got outrun by Lincoln McDowell.
1: That's not I know good, he did bro. have
0: an issue, but. Uh, even when he was before his, issue on a restart, he was just not close to being competitive.
1: That's it's, it's not looking good for Stuart Haas racing. They already got a guy out of the the playoffs and like their next, pretty much their usual second horse is not looking good at all. So it's, it's pretty much Kevin Harvick against everyone else for Stuart Haas. Yeah, pretty much. uh... So I wanted to go back to the um Kyle Bush thing. I saw someone post on Twitter that well, you know, honestly Kyle could have just gotten high. He usually likes to kind of kiss the wall and lick it to see what it tastes like. So you know, yeah. especially late in the race at mile and a half. I don't know. He was just like, yeah you know, I know what this wall tastes like. Uh get out of my way. So yeah. we're we're done with that, I guess. Uh and uh Gluck poll looked pretty good. Looked like it was sixty eight percent uh like the race, so that's kinda okay. nice, I guess. Oh, and the ratings went up. Um
0: a little bit hey against
1: against a very good sunday night football game by the way that I was I was watching both and it's a very as, very good game
0: as an east coast viewer what did you think of the 7 p m start time for us i didn't have a problem with it it was right when red zone was ending
1: so i'm pretty much done with uh football for about an hour and a half so i'm getting i'm i'm done with football at that point and i can just kind of sit on the couch and start watching nascar and yeah i'm
0: I'm not going to lie, think... I loved it.
1: Yeah, like... it was it was good. It was right at dinner <coughs> time. I like I said I had the iPad at the table. Um it was just it was perfect. Like it was it was right what I wanted cuz I feel like if it's during the day, I'm not even paying attention to it cuz especially during the 1 p.m. games, I'm not leaving my couch for 3 hours. That's that's <laughs> prime like seven games of football on. Like I love NASCAR, but Red Zone is crack cocaine, whereas NASCAR is just a little nice jazzy weed going on. Like, no, this is pure crack, and I'm watching Red Zone right now. Like, calm down. So, um, I don't
0: know.
1: Nice little analogy I know, right?
0: Yeah, great. great for, <laughs> like, like, kids at home, listen in.
1: Kids, do not do analogy. drugs, all right? Just don't ever.
0: Um, No, but, like, I, I've i always wondered why they revealed the schedule for, like, the 2020 schedule got revealed back in, what, April? It, felt, it
1: feels like a eternal <coughs> ago. Six
0: months later, we still don't have the start times. And I really do think, and this is tinfoil hat central, but I think they're waiting to hold off for the start times to see how this race went. Mm-hmm. Because if the ratings went up, which they did, mm-hmm. uh, I think, just looking at the schedule for next year, we have three of the first four races are West Coast races being Las Vegas Auto Club and ISM, I think there's a good chance one of those doesn't start until like 6 or 7 p.m. now just because... That's fun. When you get more viewers, there's no competition there. I mean, later start times get more viewers just in general, unless it's a Saturday, because more people go Mm -hmm. out on Saturday night doing everything and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a good sign because I've wanted these West Coast races to start later than they do for so long because one it gives like the fans a 12 start fine start time isn't horrible but like i like to you know i feel like most fans like to get to the track a little bit later tailgate a little bit don't have to get up at 6 a. you don't a. feel pressured
1: that. by the sun <coughs> like, the sun's not yelling at you overhead like hey i'm hot and the race is about to start like come on like it's not as it's not as detrimental to my day I feel like getting up yeah. a little bit later and enjoying myself and, and so calming yeah. I, I, I hope they continue to do that so yeah I, I don't think that's actually what NASCAR is doing
0: hopefully if the ratings it was just the overnights that came out at mm-hmm. of recording this so hopefully the final ratings stay up and NASCAR season says alright Auto Club ain't starting until 6pm next year that would be <laughs> you know how sick it would be to watch Auto Club editing under the lights
1: I don't i i actually this is gonna be tough i didn't really like auto club under the lights i like it better during the day i'm gonna be straight up about that i think it was just i don't know what it was about it i didn't like it under lights
0: that's back when it was on labor day weekend yeah i didn't like it back then
1: Uh, i i recorded the races i would stay up first of all uh, those were 500 mile races and they didn't finish until like one in the morning it was ridiculous so that's that's, that was that's another oh. thing.
0: They the Labor Day date there. The sun didn't set till on the like for East Coast viewers. until like eleven p.m. over there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now that the race is literally the first day of March, sun. I don't think that's daylight savings. Daylight? No, <laughs> <laughs> savings yet. So it'll be. Uh, it'll set much sooner. So I think.
1: Yeah, it'll be four o'clock, and the sun's already down here in Florida. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. I don't know if they're going to do that with California. Do they still have those lights in at Auto Club? Because um, I haven't seen a race under the lights since, I think, 2014 IndyCar Championship.
0: Uh, They do. They just don't. They use just don't use it. Out. Uh, yeah, Real shame. Well, Like oh, yeah. I
1: said, just turn it into a music festival. You've solved all your problems.
0: Uh, I'm mean, <laughs> just looking up the Fontana Sunset time real quick.
1: All right. So moving along, we had an Xfinity series race. It was the final race before their playoffs began. They decided to be different like every other series and start their playoffs later than all of us. So we got our field of 12 surprise. It was the exact same. It's been pretty much throughout the entire season. (laughs) Boy, Brandon Jones locked it in before the race started. So let's go, Brandon um and yeah tyler reddick uh i am surprised that car didn't just run out of fuel and evaporate like that that was shocking
0: i'm gonna be honest i was in Gainesville watching <laughs> both the uf and fsu game at the same time classic so yeah I that did, did us wonders
1: by the way thank you
0: yeah i did not get the uh the chance to see it, but i did check on twitter and saw that it was a fuel mileage race which is pretty cool because mm-hmm. you know it's fuel mileage
1: yeah, no, fuel mileage races are very few and far between, especially with these stages. But, I mean, uh, Tyler Reddick essentially gambled. Um, crew didn't know if he had it. Uh, reporters didn't know if he had it. They were staying optimistic for the sake of television. But I honestly think that they didn't think they had it at some point. And Tyler Reddick just saved fuel. It looked good. Again, I was watching the FSU game also, so I did the best I could to get both. And um, the FSU game, if no one watched, was very close. And we almost had an upset. By the way, I know this is off-topic. But, um, you know, you know, I'm just going to say, it. fuck Virginia for rushing the field. That was fucking stupid. You guys. Yeah, you don't really, rush you the field you when you're literally
0: the favorite at home. This is
1: a rant. This is OK. Let me go on this rant. Virginia, you don't rush the field when you are 25th ranked beating an FSU team that only has combined 11 wins in the last three years, whose coach is about to get fired in the sun. It's ridiculous. It looks bad. This, this is the second worst look your city has had in the last two years. Fuck you guys. All right. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> God, I had to get that out of my system.
0: Nah, it was good. Alright, I looked up <sighs> the uh the Fontana sun sunset time. <laughs> and for East oh, viewers, at eight forty six the sun will be setting in Fontana, California, which means wow, if that's a six really PM Star the Time, that race is sunsetting at the end of stage two. So I am that is beautiful. Super excited and I guarantee you that will happen next year.
1: By the way, NASCAR um, Race View uh, will be able to handle that because I was watching a Twitter live feed. I was very drunk, so I thought this was great and huh. blew me away. Of the sun setting on NASCAR Race View, it looked beautiful. They had the the weather changing and everything on it. So don't worry, they got you covered on that too. So shouts out NASCAR for that. Shout out, dude. <laughs> oh man. So actually, I'm. Oh man. If they started during the day and it turns into a night race, that could be. That could be honestly. It, it would be nostalgia a bit.
0: I hope, I really hope this that happens. Car, that track
1: will have a lot more grip for sure, but I don't know.
0: Which is good because like... that was, I feel like, a problem this year that with the package, we, we see the cooler temps with these big tracks help out a lot. So with it just being baking in the sun last year, like or I guess earlier this year. This year. It wasn't the greatest race. Uh, Probably the weakest race with this package on the tracks that are oval shape.
1: I mean I was gonna okay I was gonna say because I, yeah. I feel like Pocono
0: Pocono uh, one great. existed yes uh, <laughs> uh though. yeah but uh back to Xfinity besides that how was it
1: <laughs> <laughs> um our boy Brandon Jones finishing 30 almost lost it completely coming off turn four and he lost like a bunch of positions and I thought oh well his day is completely cooked and he, he rebounded really well so you know that was uh that was nice. Um but mean you look at the surprises
0: big... that like No, no. I mean Brand
1: job. Jones I think is considered a surprise when he finishes that well. I mean if you're not one of us who believes in him the entire that's, season, That's fair. You know. So Wait, Greg Alding in 7th? I guess you'd call and that you a say surprise. mention that as a surprise. I mean, I didn't think that was a
0: surprise. I feel like <laughs> Greg a a surprise? Finishing...
1: I feel like Greg Alding finishing 7th is a little bit where he belongs. I don't know. You know
0: what the biggest surprise of all this, Riley Harris actually got a top 10.
1: Yeah, Riley Herbst didn't actually reckon anyone, so shouts out, Riley Herbst. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean, it's Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, and then Custer finishes in four. Um, That's essentially how things are going. If this is an indication to how the playoffs are going, Brand Jones is going to the Final Four in Miami. and it ain't. That's, that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't actually see Gray Gold. I didn't have the stats pulled up just yet. I was just kind of waiting for my internet to load. Um, Also, I want to give a shout-out to Elliot Sadler. Um, So this is his... Uh, final race, according to him. And uh-huh. um, Elliot Sadler, like I said last week, he's been racing in NASCAR as long as I'm watching. So to see him get his final race and get a top 10, pretty nice-looking uh, college racing car, that, that's pretty cool. I, I really wish that he would continue to race out there, but I know he's got his family. He wants to enjoy himself, so I'm cool with it. I'll let, I'll let it be. I think I
0: asked you last week if he's a Hall of Famer.
1: Um,
0: Honestly, Maybe. I don't remember that discussion, but I'm going to say no. Okay, well, even for his expanding stats, how many championships does he have?
1: Oh well, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna count that, <laughs> then whatever. <laughs> Didn't they just put Lake Speed into the NASCAR Hall of Fame?
0: I feel. Like? <laughs> I genuinely do not. Know. No,
1: I, I do. The, I feel like if you won a race, you're in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Just nah, anyone in I,
0: there. I don't know. I mean. Does he have any big wins? Not okay, really. let me look at let me just pull up Elliot Sadler's have Any statistics. championships? Not really. Like mm-hmm. he's a great guy who has been around for a long, but like Hall of Fame. Yeah.
1: Damn. Uh Ryan Sieg got disqualified, but it still didn't matter. Sieg still made it in on points. So, um he did make it in on points, so and I'm not sounding like an idiot, right?
0: Yes, you're right. Okay.
1: All right, so I mean, just Elliot Sadler has 3 NASCAR Cup wins. Um two-thirds of them coming in 2004
0: if there was a um, hall of fame which for... by the
1: way is one of the greatest runs coming into the chase i've ever seen was elliot sadler and jeremy may you No, know, i take it
0: was... back if the hall of fame opens up an exhibit just to go into the wildest crashes in Oscar history elliot sadler has mm-hmm. his own damn room there
1: oh yes absolutely i cannot like it's a shame <laughs> to be remembered for that but at least you're being remembered for something and like elliot sadler has had some of the weirdest crashes i've ever seen that Talladega 2003 is one of the craziest things I've ever seen live in I my think life. that's it's still
0: my favorite, movie. like, wreck to go back and watch just because of how elegant that car flies through the it, air.
1: it just, it's, it's just, a, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, and just almost lands perfectly, yeah. like, and then just tumbles violently oh, after yeah. that. So, Elliott Sadler has 13 um, career X Fanny wins, uh, which is actually more than I thought he had, to be honest, uh, but no championships, actually. His best finish, obviously, he's finished second Get this. He's finished second one, two, three, four times. Oof. Oof. So always a bridesmaid. Just such a shame. But you know what? Elliot Sadler made, made a living off of, uh, according to these numbers. I'm just looking at money earned from when NASCAR still showed it. Uh, he's made $46 million um, in cup. And then a cool 10 mil in x which isn't easy to do with that career. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, hey, he's, he's sitting pretty. He's sitting pretty. <laughs> he's sitting pretty so hey maybe not a hall of famer but definitely a guy that will be memorable for years to come maybe not for the right reasons but hell at least these at least we can show those videos for generations to come for fans growing up i
0: guess um
1: all right so uh you want to talk some trucks since i didn't get to watch the race
0: Yeah, the trucks was run under a full moon on On friday Friday the 13th 13th. so you know some weird shit was going to happen and folks some weird shit happened. Uh, ThorSport Engines decided that they really didn't want to run. So we had Grant Enfinger, Johnny Sauter, and Matt Crafton go out of the race due to engine troubles. Which is honestly unheard of, especially with it being a spec engine. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that
1: was... It's Two of them like was blowing engines simultaneously.
0: Let's for the whole field, it was just the ThorSport trucks. So whatever their setup, it was. It reminds me of the uh, the Coke 600 from this year with all the Toyota cars. How like right <laughs> front in stage one just could not stop from blowing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. And after all the trucks who were you know blowing up engines every five laps, after that died down. Awesome Hill had. Probably the drive is his life, starting from restarting from literally the last car on lead lap, driving through the entire field and winning a race. Looking like the third that's guy stacked. in the championship because it's pretty clear that Chastain and Moffitt are one, two. But if you had to pick a mm-hmm. third guy, like if Chastain and Moffitt wreck each other out, he'll at Homestead. I'm I'm telling you, he'll be there for the pickings to win that
1: back-to-back championships for Hattori Racing too. Like that's... that would
0: be really cool. That team was on the verge of
1: packing it up, and Austin Hill is out here just showing, "Hey, it wasn't just the fact that Moffitt's good; like this car is really good, and I'm yeah. very talented." Like,
0: oh, he is, he, yeah, he ran I looked really good last year in whatever car he, he was in, and he couldn't showing. tell you
1: for the life of me what car he was driving last year. It was,
0: it was a truck, but <laughs> yeah, well, okay, Listen, technical. <laughs> uh, but Proud yeah, of he, yourself for that one. Huh? I am, uh, but yeah, no, great. For him, he, he's a, he's a nice guy. I yeah, like don't ask Johnny Sauter was... would not agree. But besides no, that.
1: Johnny Sauter would. Johnny Sauter's opinion is completely irrelevant now that he's been eliminated. <laughs> so him and Grant Enfinger, regular season champion Grant Enfinger, both eliminated from playoff contention. Obviously, Enfinger's not happy, and a lot of people have talked about you know the classic. Well, we don't really need this playoff format in the trucks, to which I have agreed with. But um you know, it's neither here nor there um
0: i don't even think nfinger would have the points lead anymore because he has not done no he I mean, hasn't really this done anything round. to maintain it but he, i mean he, he, got, still he doesn't even have a win this year so it's not like no exactly
1: yeah if anything this is giving us an opportunity for ross chastain to win a championship and that that's what the fans want that just dumb it down and give the fans what they want so yeah. looking at the stats so John or was out there i didn't even realize he didn't even make a single lap it looks like oh yeah
0: they blew an engine before uh parade started a classic just blowing like an
1: engine on the parade lap
0: it like I'm couldn't even look get started. here
1: yeah oh she had an electrical issue damn it
0: uh. natalie
1: decker did not finish the... so natalie decker at least does not crash the car on friday the 13th during a full moon so uh that's i think what was on everyone's mind outside of who actually won this race um so just a tough scene tough scene indeed. I don't really have too much else from this race. There's a bunch of people whose names I have no idea who they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, Todd, I will say, I'll give a shout-out to uh, Sheldon Christian Creed, Ackes.
1: Christian X? Christian
0: that, I mean, yeah, him, Todd Gillard, and Brennan Poole all with great runs. Oh, yeah,
1: Brandon Poole got top ten. Holy crap.
0: But Sheldon Creed has been really good this mm-hmm. uh, the second half of the year. I know he didn't make the playoffs because so he had a super slow yeah. start, but, man, he's been, he's been the top five star week in and week out.
1: That's really good for next year. I think this is going to be a huge momentum boost and a confidence shift for him. Like, oh, yeah. you know, just like Austin Hill last year. So yeah. we'll see what happens with him. He should be staying with GMS. And GMS has shown great speed all season. So, yeah. So right now we got, um, for the rest of the playoffs, Austin Hill, Chastain, Moffitt, Ancrum. Friesen. I'm just reading it straight off this list, and Crafton. Um, so, yeah, you said you think Austin Hill gets that third uh, spot in Homestead. I mean, I, mean, I don't... I don't... I there's, don't still necessarily a lot can happen. there's still a lot that can happen obviously so we'll i don't see what okay happens i don't
0: there. i don't say he'll get it but if he makes but it there, he'll be the number three guy so our next three races
1: there <coughs> are talladega martinsville and phoenix just a, a plethora of great racing ahead for the trucks um are we gonna see the truck race in talladega perhaps kevin
0: uh i don't know I'm what i'm doing that saturday yet
1: i'm thinking so. about it because i'm gonna have literally nowhere to go and i don't know getting from Atlanta to Talladega so, so if you want to have a podcaster and drive him from Atlanta to Talladega that weekend <laughs> and please don't murder me like I have I can't emphasize enough please do not murder me like you, you know we can we can maybe do some like chill interviews in the car and you know you can be on the podcast Yay, please yeah. don't murder me if you take me like I'm sick. please don't kill me. I have, right. I have, I have you, way too much you to have my work. word
0: not that I give off that vibe I <laughs> hope, but you have my word
1: not you obviously um <laughs> you need to just we need to figure that one out i'm still trying to get my buddy he's got a festival he's going to the week before but
0: we'll figure that one out Tell that man comes. no party is better than kyle David party
1: <laughs> so speaking about interviews um so last week we had an interview with 2017 arca champion austin terrio i kind of uh let the cat out of the bag a little bit but um you know, we didn't get to play it last week. Uh, it was already a two-and-a-half-hour episode. I didn't want to keep you guys the entire way through. I mean, that was a little intimidating seeing that runtime there, I'm sure. So we're going to go ahead and splice the interview here uh, now with Austin Terrio, who came on, did an interview with me. Kevin was a little late, unfortunately, but we did the best we could. And uh, he's a really, really chill guy. We're definitely going to have him back on, and we're definitely going to try and get him a little Reddit um, uh, kind of – fun not fundraiser what am i looking for here like a follow yeah, we need to get him we need no just a reddit following like we need to get him to be more well known with the fans because he's a really chill guy and he's really funny and honestly i think that the fans of Reddit, if, if you know they get to interact with him a little more we'll realize that and start to support him the way we've seen support for guys like briscoe de Edo, josh wise in the past so you know we'll, well without further ado here's the interview with our boy austin terrio Joined tonight by a very special guest, uh 2017 Arcaminards uh champion Austin Terrio, has joined the show. What's going on, Austin? It's uh it's awesome to be with you guys tonight. I'm uh looking forward to uh
2: talking and just <laughs> shooting the shit, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So I guess that was gonna be my first question. Like what's uh what's your preference, I guess, on uh on the swear word? So I guess we'll go right into that. Perfect. You have, do you Austin. have a preference? I have no preference. I don't really swear, but I didn't know what else to say. God bless. I appreciate it. Um, no, we actually aren't, uh, we, we say whatever we want. So, I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, as long as we keep it, uh, sort of, you know, whatever. (laughs) Well, anyways, um, so first things first, I guess, since we're off to that Austin, uh, let me know real quick, how many guys in the uh, garage could you actually beat up in real life?
2: Um, well, that's an interesting question. I never, I never thought about it like that. Uh, I wrestled in, in you know, three years in high school, but I don't, uh, I don't think I'm in as good a shape as far as if I was in a fight. But definitely, <laughs> definitely conditioned good for
1: racing. That's um, that's yeah. excellent. So you did some wrestling. Does that mean that uh, Daniel Suarez should honestly be looking out for you now?
2: Well, you know. <laughs> He probably should because uh, if, you know if 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 that day ever comes, then uh, um, I'm certainly not too worried about what I can do. But yeah, I I I let I let racing take care of itself on the racetrack. I've never really been one to uh, you know fight with anybody or you know, get in any physical altercations. But it happens from it happens
1: sometimes, and I
2: uh, mm-hmm. hopefully racing. that day never comes. It's racing, yeah. Exactly.
1: All right. So I actually have a real question. So. In your, um, truck career, you drove for BKR and, uh, you were with a lot of different, uh, interesting teammates throughout. You had, I believe, um, Ryan Blaney, Hemrick, um, Sindrick and, uh, Briscoe, uh, am I missing anyone else?
2: Well, I was there in 2015. So at, at that particular time, um, Briscoe and Hemrick weren't there racing, but I had, uh, I had Blaney and, Logano and uh, Brad were racing some that year in the 29. So, you know, mm-hmm. actually drivers that had a little bit more experience and it was it was great working with them.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. Um, so what exactly uh, was that? Was that like, you know, what did they teach you that you were able to utilize um, for your career moving forward? Because, I mean, that's a lot of experience right there. You have a you have two champions of the sport and one of the most interesting up and um, coming uh, youngsters in, in NASCAR right now.
2: It it was, it was great because they had more experience than I did at the time. Um, They had been to all the tracks. And and so when I went, when I was at races, not even driving myself, just being there, hearing them on the radio, how they communicated with the crew chief, that was, that was super important and super, uh, Mm -hmm. super informative, I guess is the right word. Uh, From, from there, I felt like it made me a better driver because like I said, hearing, hearing is one thing and sometimes you have to hear and then you try to implement it. And I felt like, uh, uh after a span of races where they would, where, where they would race and they would be in the truck, I would go back, uh, knowing more than I, than I had uh, originally. And we started off the season strong, but what I found was as the season went on and and I had a good stretch of races towards the end of the year, um, I, I, I felt like I was getting better and better just, and a lot of it had to do with being around them and, being around good guys and uh, people that had people that had experience in in developing drivers.
1: That's really awesome. So you moving a little bit forward in your career, you moved on to ARCA in 2017. Um, you were running it a little bit before that, but 2017 was your first full season with Ken Schrader. First things first, what's that like being around Ken? He's such an icon in the sport, I assume.
2: He is. He is, and he's he's one of the few uh, NASCAR drivers that continue to race uh, a mm-hmm. lot he races you know 50 60 70 times a year in, in with his dirt modified around the country you know mm-hmm. if you if you're at a local dirt track uh, you'll probably see him so that's that's good for the sport number one um but uh, like you said it's having somebody with his experience level he he knows a lot of people he's got a lot of contacts a lot of people respect him for what he's done and and you know for what he's he's been able to accomplish you know, on, on and off the track. So um, I, I've been real, real, real fortunate to
1: be, to be around some awesome people. That's really, really, uh, I mean, I just couldn't imagine what it's like being around Ken Schrader. he has like all that experience and just constantly learning from guys like that, just helping you out on the track. So during the 2017 season, um, you know, Arco runs both asphalt and uh, dirt. So I want to know what's your preference uh, when you're racing out there, do you enjoy the dirt races or are you more of like, I would rather prefer the asphalt where I have more grip?
2: Well, I enjoyed both, uh, cause we were successful at both and, uh, that was <laughs> well, my that, first that time. Helps. Yeah, that was, that was my first time ever being on dirt. So, um, I think we got the pole at Springfield and we won the race in coin. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 it's hard for me to pick one over the other. I'll tell you, I had a lot of fun at the dirt races. So mm-hmm. if, it, you, if it was a matter of having fun, um, I would probably give it to, to to the dirt, you know, the dirt racing. But, you know, NASCAR, the only other track NASCAR goes to is in the truck series, um, mm-hmm. obviously at Eldora. So it'll it would oh. be different. Sorry, go on. It, well, I say it would be different if we were racing the, the uh, truck, the, the, sorry, the cup cars or Xfinity cars at the dirt tracks. But, you know, until that day comes, it's it's, 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 just, it's just a matter of having fun. And I had a blast at both of those dirt tracks.
1: Do you, do you honestly uh, think that expanding cup might uh, pivot to that one day that we might have an event like that in the future for uh, those guys?
2: Um, It would surprise me if it happened. I think, uh, I think (laughs) maybe people would like to see it happen, but it would, it would really surprise me if that was the direction they went. Um, You know, they would have to, they would have to change the schedule around quite a bit. And I, and I know they've talked about changing it around in 2021 and, uh, but like I said, there's, I think there's other priority, priority yeah. items for them, like getting more short tracks and mm-hmm. getting, getting more road courses and stuff like that before, before they went to a dirt race.
1: Oh yeah. No, I'd love to see either Iowa IRP or uh, Nashville honestly be added to the list. That would be really a lot of fun. Um, you know, honestly, what would you like to see as far as short tracks as since now I can say you are uh cup regular almost.
2: Yeah. And it's it's interesting because there's so many short tracks around the country that um, it would it would be great to race at and you know the only thing that everybody has to keep in mind is the development that tracks that we go to now mm-hmm. have had to do as far as even you know budget wise and oh, absolutely. safety improvement wise and ability to handle all these people um, that's probably that's one of the reasons it's going to be it's going to be difficult to get to some of these other short tracks so i think they I think they need to try to incorporate some some short tracks that NASCAR hasn't been to in a while. Uh, the, the thing that always uh, that is, is, is forgotten a lot of times is um, the capacity of you know, some of the tracks that we that we've gone to in the past. I mean, uh, from what I understand, like Charlotte Motor Speedway used to handle over 120,000 people at, at its you know, capacity back mm-hmm. in the day and now we're having we're having a harder time to to even get close to that mm-hmm. so you go to go to some of these other short tracks it may it may add a, a little bit of uh, demand because we uh, we're, we're going to sell them out right and and mm-hmm. seeing forty fifty thousand 50,000 people uh in in grandstands that still looks like a lot of people so mm-hmm. it, it's just deceiving sometimes you, you like we went to indy um Oh NASCAR yeah. went to Indy last week, and that facility can can seat a lot of people. And yeah, so that when was... there's forty or fifty thousand people in the grandstands, like there was at Darlington, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, it can kind of seem deceiving. So I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of variables that come into play, and you know, safety is one of them with 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 the safer barriers. A lot of these tracks would need, uh, like Nashville and IRP, we would we would have to send them cash in order for them to get the, uh, get the properties up, up to spec for, for, you know, a NASCAR race, but I'm sure they've taken all that into account.
1: No, yeah, it's fine. You just sell one of the tracks like you did with Rockingham and turn it into a music festival. Us millennials love those. Exactly. <laughs> so um, it's moving, uh, moving along. So you, you made your cup debut this year. First of all, congratulations. You know, a lot, a lot of people can actually say that they've raced, in the um, monster cup energy series. So what was that like getting that call from Rick Ware?
2: Well, it's, it's something that I've been working on for a while. Um, I I guess you could say it's been, it's been a goal for about uh, six months before it happened, you know, going into, going into the latter part of 2018, I was, you know, sort of recalculating and reevaluating my, my, my 2018 season. I didn't have a lot going on, especially after winning the championship, in Arca mm-hmm. in 2017, I thought there would be some more opportunities that came up, but it didn't happen. So, um, I had I had to I had to put myself out there a little bit. And one of the one of the calculations I, I, I thought about was, well, how how can I how can I sort of bypass the expandy series because it's so competitive and mm-hmm. uh, and go straight to Cup and even you know even if it's even if it's for if it's for an organization that you know may not be um, as competitive as running top five or top ten. It's still a it's still a great opportunity and a base to start at. You know, gain mm-hmm. gain experience for myself. Um, a lot of the sponsorship that we that we have or that we're looking at now, or uh, we've had discussions with even even you know before I made my debut, they're excited because it's cup it's cup exposure and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know the budget's affordable for them. So it it just made a lot of sense and I didn't. Think that would be something that I would consider a couple of years ago. You know, being in equipment that was always performing and had a chance to win, but you know, looking at my career and evaluating what's best for me, um, being in you know being in being in a cup car and, and you know entertaining opportunities to race cup uh, makes more and more sense, and it definitely did. Uh, you know, going into 2019, so that's why it, it took us took us several months to put it all together. But, um, you know, when I made my debut July 21st, it uh, it was it was great to be out there and and just uh, check that check that debut off, <laughs> off my list so that now now I could focus on just doing it every week.
1: That's and, honestly uh, I awesome. feel like
2: we're getting we're getting closer and closer to maybe having that happen one day and I uh, you know, feel like every day, every day that goes by is one one day closer to potentially having that happen.
1: Yeah, I saw your name on um, on there for Loudon when I was doing my shows. like, wow, that's awesome that he's getting that opportunity. You know, I really – and that's just the way you got it started at this point. Like you have those guys like Bowman and Benedetto that, you know, work their way through, and then they had, go into these smaller rides, and they start gaining exposure. So I think that mm-hmm. we just need to get you a nickname or some kind of rhyme scheme, and we can honestly get you a Reddit following at that point because that's pretty much what it takes. I mean, we got Josh Wise into the All-Star race. We can do anything on that website.
2: Well, you so. know, it's just cur- curious you said that. I've um, I've always been inter- interested in Reddit and learning more about it. I go to Reddit from time to time for other. If I have questions and <laughs> you know, getting people's feedback and, and stuff. The, 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 there's, there's a variety of different communities on Reddit, so mm-hmm. maybe um, maybe we could we could do something on Reddit and, and uh, you know start start having conversations and start, and,
1: and connecting with more people. I'm just going to throw garbage onto the wall. We got a uh, raise a stereo for Austin, Ontario. I mean, that's something yep. right there. <laughs> we can get something working you and me. I think that we got the start of something special here. So let's move along. So before a race, um, what gets you pumped up? What gets you in the zone? Do you, are you a music guy or you, do you have to like stretch yoga? I mean, I'm not sure if there's any drivers that do yoga before, before a race, but it wouldn't shock me if that was like Kyle Larson or something. Mm-hmm. So what gets you going before a race?
2: You know, I, I like having I like
1: having a little
2: bit of quiet time before a race, okay. um, and, and and I'm not saying I, I want to be by myself, but just kind of away from away from the 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 hustle and bustle of of the weekend, and whether mm-hmm. it's in front of the holler or whether it's well, I, basically in the lounge in front of the holler is kind of where <laughs> kind of where I like to shut my eyes for five ten minutes, reset reset my brain, and um, do a little bit of stretching, you know, because cause, I find the older I get, the tighter my muscles get. So, um, (laughs) just, just, just little things like that. I I won't say I have a regimen, like some, some of the drivers have a certain regimen and they, um, they're, you know, they they can't be off by, by five minutes and they're off of their regimen, but I just like to get a couple, couple minutes of quiet time and, um, you know, get, get back into the mindset of, in in 30 minutes we're going to be out there on the racetrack so just trying to kind of get get in that
1: mindset it's awesome um and don't scare me like that with getting the muscles tight we're the same age and i'm just like oh man is it is, is the decline 30 here oh no i'm not uh, 25
2: yeah i'm 25 too so i was i was gonna say <laughs> but, I, like... but i feel
1: like i'm 40 i feel like i'm
2: 45 is that normal
1: <laughs> um i mean i guess for the beaten banging i mean you know so, I did the ARCA cars have power steering like the Cup cars or no?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, most they uh, do. Most all, yeah, most all the cars that that we race have power steering.
1: I feel like the Indy car guys probably get the worst of like the beating and the banging from racing just because they don't have power steering and they're constantly just left mm-hmm. and right turns. I mean, you guys have it a little bit easier with going in an okay. oval. But I mean, I'm sure those bumps are absolutely brutal. I don't have you raced on Atlanta, um, in Arca? I'm trying to look up this. Stat no, right we now. we uh
2: we, we never went to Atlanta. I've actually never yeah. run at Atlanta, but
1: I've uh, heard the bumps the, there are absolutely brutal. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> um, what is, so looking at the tracks you have run on, what is the I mean, this is a common question that, that most people will ask, but what is your favorite track to run on? Well. Out of the super speedways, I mean, between Daytona and
2: Talladega, Daytona's going to be number one. Short tracks, Mm -hmm. uh, Iowa. Yeah, uh, that's usually a Garrett. The mile and a half
1: came on, and he said Iowa was also. Yeah, the
2: mile and a half. It's hard to say. Uh, You almost you almost want to say like Texas before they paved it, but Texas (laughs) will get there someday. I'm thinking I'm thinking like a Chicago, like a Chicago. I I was good at Chicago in the Arctic Cars. So I like to split it in categories because it's, it's always hard to give your like, Hey, your number one favorite track, because I mean, between, between the super speedways and the short tracks is a huge difference there. So
1: do you have a favorite racing atmosphere, like, not just the track, like, like the actual atmosphere around it, the people, like just what's going on in the city and all that. Mm, Well, we, uh,
2: that's one thing with racing that you're always, always experiencing different climates and different, people in different parts of the country but the only thing is we don't get we don't always get a lot of time to to spend it's like you know people think well you go on vacation right you're on you're on vacation every weekend but it's kind of like going it's kind of like leaving for work and it's all it's all business um st louis is cool um you know Indie's indie's cool Mm -hmm. it's good it's good good to get up in the new england region because that's where i'm from and you know Mm -hmm the the food's the food's good up there and you know you, oh, get yeah. see, you get to see some nature um i'm trying to think where was i recently that there there was really good food
1: um if only they had a race in new orleans that would be wonderful
2: yeah 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 i can it, it's not coming to my mind but like <laughs> i said there's different different parts of the country are known for different things and Absolutely. i just i just i just don't always have a favorite because i i i, I like experiencing you know, every, everybody's got a different culture and you have to mm-hmm. realize that there's 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 things to be celebrated in, in every different part of the country.
1: So you mentioned that you're from the northeast area. So you're from Maine and um, you grew up in Maine or were you just born in Maine? Because I know some people move around. No, I, I stayed
2: there all through high school. <laughs> That's honestly um, awesome. You know, from being born to, to graduation. <laughs>
1: So um, there's a joke that a a couple of people have um, basically said that there's no internet in Maine. Are you here – can you dispute that for me real quick and let me know that there is actual service and Wi-Fi in uh, the Maine region? Uh
2: I wonder (laughs) – it's
1: funny. I I wonder sometimes. I
2: think think it's because Maine is so – uh what's the word it's 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 talked it's about like in in popular in popular movies and like songs and stuff but not everybody goes up there because because of the distance but i uh i certainly i certainly challenge i challenge people to 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 make a visit because it's great great for uh it's a great tourist spot it's a great you know uh, it's a great place to raise a family you know I, I will say that as far as like you know safety and uh, kind of a kind of the way a way of living without without having without risking you know there's different parts of the country you and I both know that's like uh, mm-hmm. you're always taking a chance but Maine's kind of like one of those places that you you you'd see in like a, 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 a like a lifetime movie or something like that <laughs> where it's just cozy and um, feels like the type of place
1: I'd really want to go vacation slash retire to. It does look yeah, absolutely it's, wonderful, and I'm a huge huge um seafood fan love lobster love crab i'm just mm-hmm. you know i could go to town on cheddar bay biscuits all day what's your favorite food from up there like i mean that's a huge staple i feel like of new england
2: yeah i mean people people know maine for lobster uh there's also mm-hmm. like a lot of potato farming
1: mm-hmm.
2: the um uh, where i come from there's a lot of like french food because that's Ooh. that's the uh ancestry that that i you know i have is is a french ancestry mm-hmm. So northern Maine is there's a lot of like French speaking people, and it's it's kind of like New, or- New Orleans in the way. There's a lot of similarities there because some of the people from up up in that part of the the uh, the world, you know, they went down to escape, I think, persecution in New Orleans. So there's a, there's a whole story behind it. But one one of the French foods that people are somewhat familiar with, especially if you're you ever been to like parts of Canada. Um, oh, I I, I lost
1: you there. What, what, what you last thing I heard was um something that most people are familiar with.
2: Yeah, well, some some people are familiar with it if they're if they've ever been to Canada uh, because it's a French food. It's called poutine. So, it's, oh uh,
1: yes, I am familiar with
2: poutine. Yeah, oh, well, it, it, that's actually not the right way to say it, but it, it's oh. the only way I can say it. Uh, that's the only way I can say it, and people remember it because that's that's how most people pronounce it. But it's I had some this weekend. I was in Maine for for, for a day and a half uh it's french fries with cheese cheese or cheese oh. curds and and gravy did you did you lose me again
1: yeah it's okay i think that probably the when i'm editing it'll pick it back up uh sometimes that happens it, it's okay just keep going yeah so so that's
2: that's the um it's something that everybody should try i certainly certainly oh it, I, can, it, it, you I can't I really make that. your own please try that yeah it's hard, really hard to make your own because like you 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 gotta you have to have the right gravy and uh so if you ever go if you ever go to like maine New Hampshire some places in New Hampshire have it definitely uh parts of like uh Canada Quebec Quebec and
1: all of that all of those parts have it so that's wonderful um so let's uh round out this interview real quick so um I wanted to ask what other uh sports could I catch you watching um either during the off season or during the uh week
2: well I don't watch a lot of other sports. That's that's ah. one thing I've I've uh, uh, I'm I'm a fan of sports, like, but I'm not I'm not one of those people that have like um, fantasy league stuff. You know, I'll, I'll watch <laughs> games. i watch games if they're on TV. You know, NFL, baseball. Um, I've never actually been to an NFL game in person, live. College games are better. I'll just yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and like I said, the the, the college scene—it's interesting because I have friends that that are very active on it. But I I I respect and I respect all athletes because I understand what it's like mm-hmm. and what you have to sacrifice. Um, but a lot of times, you'll just find me sort of either you know mountain biking or um, it, it, it's it's really 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 very you know very difficult to to maintain a position in NASCAR um, if you don't come from come from a lot of a lot of money and mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not complaining i'm very thankful but that that literally keeps me so busy that um that 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 if if i'm focusing on too many other things it's going to really take my eye, eye off the ball so maybe, maybe i'll i'll get to a point where you know i can lock in a five-year contract and then we can, we can go so. to all the nfl games that we want to but until until that happens and uh I'm I've I'm, I'm actually still at the office now. I'm gonna mm-hmm. head home in a little bit, but it's eight o'clock at night and I'm and we're still at the office just kind of finishing up some things and you know, as as much as I hate to say it, uh, I didn't get all I wanted to, to get done today. So tomorrow's another day and uh you know, we'll hit it hit it hard again. So, you know, my goal is to is to uh, race cup full time. So we'll do no, what we I, can I, to make that happen.
1: I'd love to see that in twenty twenty, you know, that would be really awesome. Just you know, just for your sake, I really, really am hoping for that. So, um, let's finish this up real quick. Um, I want to know. Uh, we asked uh, Brad Perez last week who the most per- famous person in his phone was. So, I'm curious, uh, who is the most famous person in your phone? Uh, hmm, it's a tough one. He said Haley Deegan, and I asked if we could call her, but he said that uh, it would just be nonstop giggling. So, mm,
2: famous person. I have some politicians on there, but
1: Ooh, um, okay. I don't know if I'm you. allowed
2: if I if I'm allowed to say <laughs> yeah. we well, could
1: just say Ken Schrader or do you have Jeff Gordon in your phone? I don't have I
2: don't I have Ken Schrader in my phone.
1: I have, you know, obviously so. Keslowski um, I I think that having a championship might and might might consider Brad Keslowski maybe the most famous person in your phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man. That's uh have you gotten to um uh well I'll I'll ask that the later. White House? Did you actually, you got to go to the White House? No, no, no. The ARCA Arca championship means that much. Awesome. That would be incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
2: man. They should have, they should have honestly taken you over there. I I thought, I thought maybe you could get me an invitation, though.
1: Listen, man, I'm not going to win any awards for this podcast anytime soon. So, unless they're bringing the podcasters of America to the White House, I don't think I can help you out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, you know how you can do it. Get that five year contract, win a championship. There you go. Free trip. So exactly. let's uh, let's nail that down. Last question, real quick. Um, if you go back to any moment in racing history um, and watch it live at the track, what would you go to? It could be anything, either NASCAR, Indy, anything.
2: Hmm. I would like to go back to. Oh, probably. I'd like to go back to the the first televised race, um, and not to get specific because I <laughs> was it nineteen. 19- 1979, 1979. Yes, sir. yeah nineteen yeah, 1979 so uh, so either at that particular race when when it was first uh televised you know the whole race or just in that era because it, i think we we have to have a perspective on where racing where stock car racing started and where we are now and i think mm-hmm. people forget that forget the perspective of where we started and we get caught up in we get caught up in the negativity sometimes and like mm-hmm. why things are not where they need to be, but then just put it in perspective of where we come from. And there's a lot, there's a lot more positive going on than I think we, we sometimes realize. We try and keep the
1: positives going on in this show. The negatives just get all the attention. And while that's, what's going to get the clicks, honestly, there's a lot of positive going on in NASCAR and you're part of it. And I really appreciate, and I just want to say, I really appreciate you coming on uh, today, Austin. Thank you so much. Uh, You want to plug anything in real quick? Uh, Well, I would definitely
2: uh, reach back out to me because I'm, I'm, I'd like to do something on Reddit, but uh, really, really appreciate, really appreciate you having me on. Um, Mm -hmm. Certainly if if anybody's listening to this and I'd (laughs) recommend, yeah, just, Follow, follow what's going on on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. There's a lot of other things that I can't. We you know we didn't get into tonight, but some some other things that are are outside of racing in, in, in one way or another that I'm I'm working on. And you know, I'm not sure if we're going to get it all done this year. Uh, but as far as like content and information, I'm I'm working on some kind of interesting and unique things that are just That's awesome. just unique to me. So um, you know, get following now so so that you can see. You can see all the news that we have going on. I'm, I'm going to make some other announcements uh, for the remainder of 2019. So you'll catch that too. So uh, <laughs> click the follow button.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to plug in his uh, Twitter account at the end. Uh, if you want to just go ahead and uh, plug it in right now also. Like
2: your handle. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. Everything is, everything is uh, Austin Terrio. So T-H-E-R-I-A-U-L-T. Um, yeah,
1: don't mess up that spelling, guys. Come on. I have faith that you guys have some kind of education. So, yeah, come on. Yeah. So Um oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say any playoff predictions uh for the Cup series or can you well, sneak that wrong.
2: win. <laughs> I was wrong. I I uh I predicted last week that Jimmy Johnson was going to win and he oh, uh, he wrecked <laughs> and didn't, he didn't make the playoffs. So I'm going to um tap out of, on this on this <laughs> round and um, and uh you know, once we get past this round cuz I I I've got my mel- my mulligan already uh called for. It.
1: That's that's fair. Yeah, you can't make that mistake going in the final four. We um we're doing a huge show, so I've got my picks ready to go. But I I have a bad feeling about my uh my top eight right now. It's it's honestly so tough. But hey, again, I want to thank you for coming on, and I appreciate your time, ladies and gentlemen, Austin Terrio. All right. Hey, thank you so much, Austin, for coming on. That was uh lots of lots of fun there so and kevin thank you for not showing up
0: yeah yeah no problem i know you texted me right before i was ready to be on and you said yeah Austin didn't want you on i I respect that i was kidding austin
1: literally (laughs) said if he
0: can't if you came in yeah he was gonna beat you up so you're lucky
1: um kevin actually so when we're doing the interviews it's a little tough because when people join it kind of a messes up my audio and b it's a little difficult on the editing process um it probably would not have been too bad if i had kevin in there but i've noticed it a little bit lately and um you know i was able to fix it thank god but my bot is messing up so um you know if anyone knows any better bots than craig on discord let me let, let your boy know shouts out so
0: but i still love you craig you remember to uh, turn him on today?
1: Oh, I, I, he's, he's he's recording right now. I'm looking, I'm looking right at him. He's definitely recording. Be a hard all right. There's no F1 race this week. Uh, We got the IndyCar no, no, rally
0: next. There was an F1
1: race this weekend?
0: Oh, I thought you meant this upcoming.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. This wow. weekend there was not. Upcoming, yeah. I think they're in... uh, not sh- It's not, Shang- or not Shanghai. Singapore. Um, is it Singapore? Yep. Oh, man. So <laughs> I got back into the F1 video game because I turned the uh, traction control all the way on so i could actually finish a race um and singapore is officially my least favorite track of all time it's <laughs> it eat it eats tires like a fat kid eats cake so whoever wins that race like god bless you that is, is unreal to anyone who can actually maneuver that track it's impossible yeah literally it's, impossible it's,
0: it's a hard track to pass on
1: <laughs> it's yeah i can imagine but hey it looks great for the fans and it's at it night does. which is always unique for the, the indy okay the formula one cars look great under the lights i'll say that right now like they look so beautiful under the lights oh yeah Especially that matte finish on the Red Bulls. Oh, give me that. Mm. All right. And then we have IndyCar finale this weekend at WeatherTech. Um, I think that uh, Newgarden has a pretty comfortable lead, but because of Kevin's favorite system, the double points, he's nope. not safe all the way. We got a 41-point lead over Rossi. If I recall, I believe 42 or 44 over Pagino. Um it's Scott Dixon is mathematically in it, but he needs everyone to mess up.
0: Well, Scott and, Dixon is mathematically in it which means congratulations on your 2019 champion, uh, Scott. Dixon. <laughs> I, I I just
1: I don't know about that man. I really don't know about that. It's it's tough. And I don't know why they kept showing Will Power. I think it's just cuz he's gone on a nice little run as the season's ended, but yeah. uh he's he's not in it. He's he's not really in this. I, it's such a shame the IndyCar season's over already. It just feels like we just started getting going on it. It like yesterday. Man. It's a
0: quick it's a quick season cuz F1 I doesn't think, finish till
1: November. Yeah,
0: I, I feel like they need 17 a longer races. Yeah, 17 sweet. races just I feel
1: like doesn't feel like enough 20 but the, sounds nice You you so, understand indie cars are so cheap to run now than they've compare, been compared to be in the past, I feel like So like at least a, that's what I've read
0: Put them at Chicago in, put them at Kansas No one oh. will show up, but I'll still watch it on TV
1: Yeah, and, I mean They used to have the championship at Chicago or Kansas, I can't remember which one now It's re-watching one of Dario Franchitti's excuse me so yeah it looks like um 41 42 85 and then um classic 124 points out for willpower who probably gonna just pass one of those three guys in front of him.
0: yeah well so i guess new has it yeah but who knows i i mean they haven't run it for goodness sake and
1: how many years exactly it's been it's been so long since we've had indy cars Seca, it feels like so that should be a lot of fun. I believe um, Oliver Askew is. He, I think he's already cle- uh, cleared that um, championship this season. I'll know. go ahead and look that up. Um, but yeah, rounding out the field, what you got there? Um, good for him. <laughs> oh, well, no is that is that seriously? You're rounding out the field right now with that?
0: Well, just good for Oliver Askew. Oh
1: yeah, uh, no, no, good for Oliver. I think he's already actually. I mean, my More my prediction
0: this. would just be. I think new Garden's going to win it because he has such a big lead, but who knows mm-hmm. you know, lap one, someone could go in that course screw a little too hot and collect new garden. Bam. He's done.
1: Yeah. Okay. So ask actually has a 41 point lead going into the Indy lights championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually kind of close. Um, it says it here on there. I don't follow Indy lights. I'm not going to pretend like I have been following Indy lights all season. I apologize to um, the listeners at home um according to this it says that they are running two ra- it looks like they run two races every weekend now that i'm reading this
0: oh so it's like at two kind of
1: yeah the uh saint pete had a race on like march 9th and then march 10th yeah okay that's seems what they were doing so that's how they had up with 18 races really only eight tracks so that's actually sneaky sneaky they thought they could sneak one by the old anthony <laughs> uh, get out of here with that um so yeah, on the twenty first and the twenty second, they'll more than likely I'll ever ask you to win the championship barring anything crazy. So, uh, yeah. well, I, I mean, I'll try and check that out if I can. I'm sure they'll they'll have a stream for it. Also, I um, found it kind of
0: weird. This is super off topic, but go for it. was that WeatherTech Raceway this? Past mm-hmm. Yeah, Elio Nevis was there. So I'm kind of just like, why not run a paired weekend? But because you could just have like ten st- straight
1: days of racing. There's probably more than just that
0: going on this week. I don't know like Imsa and IndyCar are pretty big motorsports series. So I feel like no I, I feel together. That, yeah. Like they do it at Long Beach. They do it IMSA, uh... yeah,
1: but Imsa did the same thing in Canada in Canada where they just ran it super early compared to when the trucks would have done it. and that would have been a good weekend to also just have like all those happening, but they yeah. wanted to spread it out, make more money. I don't know. Like I'm not oh, yeah. hating I don't own I don't own whether Tech Laguna Seca. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you how don't? those funds are going. Wait, I know, shock this to this yeah, whole shock. time
0: I've been doing this podcast with you because I thought I was going to a free lapse there, and now you're telling me you don't own it. L- listen, man, I can
1: I can barely offer uh, Brad <laughs> Perez any laps with his Mazda, and he literally like Mazda sponsors the tracks. I I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's tough, man. It's, it's a tough economy out there. It really is. Um, I'm trying to get this some rounding out the field stuff going on here. Besides, We already mentioned uh, last week, but for anyone who wasn't listening or lives under a rock, Matty D did the 21 next year. So that's um, already very exciting. Um, We had a couple uh, NASCAR heat four came out this week. Are you getting that it. by the way? So I've decided that I'm probably not going to get it because I'm going to be training for a job in Atlanta and I'm not bringing my Xbox with me so I can focus. Fair. Like, you know, that's like my biggest distraction. It's yeah. usually like I only like try and play when I have work.
0: Yeah, all um, right. Oh, here's here's a good round enough field for you. Speaking of video games and racing games on the internet, Dale Junior said, "If ooh, yes. enough people go to North Wilkesboro and remove the weeds that are currently on the racing surface, iRacing will scan it and put it into their game." Dude, I it I, if they bring North Wilkesboro into that game, there is a good chance I might be considering I, getting a like if wheel. they. If they somehow coordinate this like an area fifty one raid, like mm. if there's anyone that can coordinate like <laughs> a bunch of NASCAR a bunch of people to do, do something, something in North Dale Carolina.
1: Here. It's it's Dale here. Here. absolutely yeah. Um, dude, if I was in North Carolina, I'd go do that because I'd be hanging out with a bunch of people who also are following Dale and also love NASCAR and also want to see this in the video game. So yeah. that I mean that's pretty cool. After talking to Steve last week, it's like I kind of really want to get into some I racing, especially like knowing that i could customize my car to be whatever i wanted to be and i have some ideas i have some thoughts yeah.
0: also uh section a, 10 car <laughs> on a sour note rest in peace mike stefanik was mm-hmm. unfortunately killed yesterday in a plane accident and he for those who don't know he is a multi time champion in the NASCAR oh, yeah. series modified series so mm-hmm. a huge loss right there for the sport uh not going to act like I was a big modified fan or even when he was in his prime watched him. but it's always sad to, you know, tragic accident like that. Oh yeah. No, it's shout out NBC for giving a huge moment of silence yesterday Mm -hmm. on the broadcast. And I mean, it pretty much the news came out during the broadcast. So that was pretty quick acting by them. So just a tough situation all around, but we we've seen, we've talked about it before and we hate to bring it up, but like NASCAR, drivers and planes just do not mix well they literally drive 200 mile an hour like rocket ships i don't understand why they don't well, i can't think of another sport where this many of the stars and whatnot have had issues with yeah it's aircraft it's tragic
1: whenever it does happen and it feels like it happens more often in the car than other sports just because yeah. of like the famous names that we've lost. And I mean, you think about like other sports, I can't really name too many off the top of my head that were like, you know, in their prime when it happened, like maybe the uh, Munson on the Yankees is the only one I can think of that like, there was a golfer in the nineties. I believe that also uh, lost his life in a plane crash. That's literally all I can think of off the top of my head. And like, think like a the Russian national team a couple of years ago uh, for hockey. Oh, other than that. Yeah. Um, it's a shame and whenever it happens obviously you know it's it's tough but yeah shouts out to nbc it was very professional yeah. um i was i don't know if i was reading this right this guy won um two championships or four championships in two years because he was running <laughs> multiple series wow. throughout the, the northeast this guy was winning everything stefan stefanic did i get his name right mike stefanic yep stefanic all right yeah and yeah he was just he was just a legendary driver um in the Northeast, like Ted Christopher was. And, you know, another guy who recently unfortunately lost his life. And it's just, it's very sad, but you know, up, up there, he was a hero. And I'm sure if I, you know, this had happened uh before um I interviewed Austin, um, you know, I'm sure we would have talked about it cause he grew up there and I'm sure that he's familiar with guys like that growing up watching racing. So, I mean, just, just a tough scene, but you know, shouts out NBC again for their uh, professionalism. Whereas I'm yelling at Virginia fans on this podcast, so
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to, I want to apologize to the entire state of Virginia. I'm not mad at you, uh, your college educated masses. So, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, okay. That's about as much of an apology they'll get out of me. It's only, more than Kyle Bush, Whatever. This is true. Um, I don't really have looking right now I don't see anything
0: uh, crazy I think that's about it Uh, some good news FSU's game on Saturday is at 3.30 which means (laughs) I will be home in time to not only is it a home game to not only have time to forget about their upcoming loss but also to watch the entire Richmond night race my last last race of the season mind you no it's not I mean scheduled night race. That'll oh, no, It's not, not even the last, place. like, Homestead
1: last I don't, night race.
0: Homestead's a transition race. But know, like, okay,
1: but ones. a transition race is a night race, Kevin. No. Yes.
0: No, How many I, races
1: start at night and finish? So by then, Bristol is not, we can't call the Bristol Light race, the Bristol transitional race.
0: My definition of a night race if more than half of the race is under the night, under the lights, then it's a night race. Other than that, like, transitions I make feel it like so today, more lights than could not half. come on until stage three, so it is a transition
1: Okay, but I feel like I don't want. At, I want to hear at, you Homestead, it. at Homestead, they definitely are racing under the lights during stage two. Are they? I feel like they definitely are. I feel like you're Maybe wrong. I'm wrong, but either way, <laughs> I, I, I still call it a night race because...
0: Well, as a fact got, checker, the official fact checker okay. of this podcast is going to have to disagree with but you. When
1: do the, but, but who holds up? When do they hold up? Like, when do they have the winner in victory lane? Is it before the race, when the sun's up, or at night, when it's nighttime during the night race?
0: Oh, it's actually after the race when we interviewed him. I hate you. <laughs> awesome. And that's Was a good way to end it here for the... Oh my gosh, whatever. Um,
1: as we can see, Kevin has been Kevin this week. He's returned, so thank God for that. But I back. have been Anthony.
0: I have been Kevin.
1: <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week after Richmond. Uh, we got a very big interview coming this week. Uh, not sure if it's going to be a two-parter... Um, or we might just release the interview as its own episode, but you'll see when you see it. Um, so be con, cons, uh, consistently – English is impossible. Be consistently refreshing iTunes and check that out, all right? Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. Till then, love you guys. Love y'all. Remembering all the times You fought with me I'm surprised it got so so Things aren't the way They were before You wouldn't even Recognize me anymore Not that you knew